I want us to bow our head as we pray. Let's ask, you talk to the Lord and ask the Lord to come and speak to you. Ask him to speak to you. Tell him you want to hear clearly from him this morning. Tell him that you don't want anything that will distract you, whether you are in the sanctuary or wherever you are. That nothing will distract you. Because you need to listen. There are some words we hear this morning that will rechart your life. But if you are distracted, then you will not hear the words you need to hear. And then the change or the changes that God has ordained for those words to do in your life will not happen. Therefore, you don't want any distraction. You don't want any distraction. Pray that God will speak to you. Pray that the Lord himself will visit you anew and afresh. The Bible says every cool of the evening, it will come down to visit Adam. And they will have conversation. They will have communication. They will have communion. They will commune together. No longer it was so powerful because he has been given the mandate to take care of the guardian of God. The church has also been given the mandate to watch over this world. I'm not sure we are doing a good job or else it will not be in the way it is now. But Lord, we pray, have mercy on your people. Come and empower power us to discover that none will walk in darkness Lord thank you Father in Jesus name and everybody said and everybody said Amen welcome to divine presence and again this morning I will continue in what we've been looking at for the past two Sundays the nature and the character of the year 2022. What did I call it? The nature and what? And the character of the year 2022. I've said this and I'll repeat myself that every year is different. Hello, somebody. Every year is different. Every year is an opportunity for a reset. Hello. In fact, if I break it down further, if you have the strength and capacity for it, every day. Every day. That is why. You don't, you don't become a prisoner of your past. Oh, some things didn't happen. Some things didn't work out. And you become rooted in it. When God wants you to move forward. In fact, the Bible says, I will do a new thing. In Revelation, it says, I make all things new. If you don't allow yourself to be rooted by what has happened in the past. If you don't allow the past to capture you or imprison you, if you are determined that Lord, no matter what has happened, Lord, no matter what didn't work out, no matter the things that worked out, but Lord, this is another opportunity for me to experience your glory, then you will be what I will call a reservoir for manifestation of God's glory, greatness, power, and his loving kindness. The challenge is that a lot of times we are rooted in the past and especially the disappointments of the past. We say, oh, this happened. And that, you know, last year wasn't too easy. And I agree totally, totally. You know, there could be, you know, challenging moments. In fact, many challenging moments. But thank God for 2022. And they thank God for 2022. What is nature? When we say nature, nature means the essence. The essential quality, the thing that defines a thing. The nature of a person, the nature of an elephant, the nature of a tiger, the nature of a cheetah. And when you so talk about nature, you're talking about the essence, the essential qualities, the things that define that particular being, person, animal, thing, event, or year. So when you're talking about the character, you're talking about what? 
You're talking about the peculiar, distinctive qualities that separate that thing, that person, that event from others. That distinct quality, that distinctive quality, that peculiar thing that separates it from others. And what is the nature of 2022? It does not matter. You know, oh, what, that is why I don't listen to the noise on the streets. I don't listen to the noise coming from the city. I'm not saying that you don't know what is happening. Because we don't want to be like the ostrich with our head buried in the sand. Hello. But we are not moved by that. Hello, somebody. So what exactly do you want? How do you want your own year to be? Oh, ah, this uh, uh, COVID. Oh, this Omicron. Oh, that and that and that and that. Uh, no, 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 no. Omicron will not define my 2022. In the name of Jesus Christ. I say it will not define my 2022. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. What will define my 2022 is what God has said. So what did God say about 2022? Number one is a year of what? What does fullness mean? I've defined it. I want us to remind ourselves. What does fullness? What is a year of fullness? Fullness. What does it mean? It means completeness. It means plenty. It means abundance. It means wealth. It means it means at overflow. Fullness. When the cup is full, what happens? It is filled with enough water to fill to fill that container. When I say this thing is filled, so I'm so full. It means you have eaten so much that you feel your body feels what totally filled with whatever you've eaten. So when you say the year of fullness, you're talking about God wanting to fill you, fill us with his goodness this year. And there's something else that he spoke to us. That this year there'll be a crystallization. There'll be an aggregation of some of the words they have spoken in the past. You know, God is such a good God. God is such a merciful God. That is why you know, I was saying earlier on that because uh, you know, some things did not happen last year for you, does not mean they will not happen this year. Hello, somebody. Praise God. Oh, I've been praying. I've been trusting God for this particular thing to happen. It, it has, you know, your war should not be, but the thing did not happen. The war should be, it has not yet happened. The two of them are different. One is saying it will not what? It didn't happen. That we have closed the door on it. Maybe it will never happen. One is saying, I'm still expecting it to happen. Because anytime you pray, anytime you, especially we're going to go into it, maybe today, you go to God. God's hand is not shutting that he cannot deliver. Neither are his ears too heavy that he cannot hear. If we make the adjustment that he wants us to make, trusting God, trusting him, believing him, and maybe there's some things that he wants is saying to you, stop doing this. Make this adjustment here. Make that adjustment there. And if you don't, and if you want him to change, he's not going to change for you. You have to make the change. Because he's an unchanging what? Changer. We're the one that needs to change. If God is saying, stop doing this, or stop doing that, I say, Lord, you know that it's not easy. You know I can't change this one, but Lord, please, you change and make the thing happen. No. That's why it says that he remains the same. He what? He does not change. He changes not. So we are the one that will need to make the necessary changes. So what has God said again about 2022? It's a year of manifestation. In fact, if we're going to define it, put it on the website, say it's a year of full manifestation. Full manifestation. What is manifestation? Somebody who had me last week that wants to say it. That's why I love sanctuary worship. Because I'm looking at you. You are looking at me. I can ask you questions. And you know what they say where I grew up? That the word is in the eyes. Hello. 
praise God, we can interpret that. There's some that you cannot interpret. You know, except I call on my interpreter to help me to interpret it. Amen. Praise God. And his hair is, is, is smiling. He's telling me I'm ready. Hallelujah. Let me leave that. Because he looked at me, he shook his head. Amen. I went into the depth of it. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. So what is manifestation? What is manifestation, Esther? How I miss this. That for many weeks, I'll just be looking at the camera. And I'll ask questions. And I could see you wherever you are seated. And I say, hey. But now, all of us are here together. I can ask you. <laughs> what is manifestation? Manifestation is activating the words, the possibilities that have remained as potentials in us and turning them into what? Into our realities. Activating those things that have remained as potentials. Activating those things that have remained as potentials. And turning them into reality. What is manifestation? Turning what? Expectation into realization. Turning them around. Turning expectation into realization. Turning dreams into realities. Amen. Praise God. Can you turn your dreams into reality? Can you turn your expectation into realization? Oh, well. Well, you know, things are so challenging. Oh, yes. You know, they will not make a way. Nobody's going to make a way. You are the one that will make the way. Hello. You think some people will just say, okay, you have come. Yes, we want to give you this particular opportunity. And they say, okay, Coles, Woolworth, that have been enjoying all the monopoly. And they say, you have now come. We're going to step aside. And then you can also have this particular... They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. You are the one that will say, yes, you force to make the way. That's why the kingdom of God suffers violence. And it's not the physical violence. It's just you possessing what is yours. In Jesus' name. And I'm telling you, if I was worshipping here and I said the same, you know, in the days to come, I'm not sure this place can contain us. I'm not sure this place can contain us. I'm not sure. And I'm not, you know, this place can contain us. Just let all these distractions go away of this, uh, this COVID thing, or that particular, let them go away. When I say go away, I'm not saying that the thing will just disappear. I'm talking about all of us, especially the church, rising up and saying, no way. Say no way to it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Are you listening to me? Say no way to it. Because he comes to knock on the door. Hello? And you say, what's that? Mention, say, no way. There's no space for you in this environment. At least in my own environment. In Jesus' name. You don't allow any distraction, anything. Because it's your year of manifestation. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm absolute, if you believe me, I'm not talking about those who say, well, pastor, you know. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those who believe. If you believe, I can hear, you know, testimonies. Outstanding testimonies. Unusual testimonies. They are not looking like it now. They are not looking like it now. I can see you. I can see, you know, uh, I'm talking about, I can see what is called, uh, you know, some of your income multiply. I can see income doubling. I can see plenty. I can see, you know, testimony. And I'm not saying that, let me tell you something. I'm not saying that to excite you. I'm saying that because of the things that I've heard, the things that I know. I stand here as a prophet of the living God. I do not say that lightly. 
Do not say that lightly. So if you believe, you receive. If you believe, it manifests. Because the prophetic word is like a guided missile. Looking for those that will believe it to perform the word in their lives. Imagine when the word came to Mary. Said you will conceive in your womb and will bring forth a child. She has never met with a man. She has never known a man. And the word came by an angel. Said you will conceive in your womb and you bring forth a child. And the child will be this. And the child will be that. Will be the son of the highest. Who will manifest the glory of his father. Look, look at Mary here and in that. There was nothing. And she was a little a, a maiden. I'm not sure she has even read Isaiah about the prophecy. So hearing all of that, they were totally beyond her capacity to believe. But she did something. She, decided, she chose to believe in spite of. The Bible says, be it unto me. So when you hear some word, let me tell you, let me, let, let, me, let me say this very clearly. If you want to experience manifestation, when a word is coming, that you believe is yours, you grab it. How do you grab it? Say, Amen. Don't just say, hey. No, 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 no. Don't be say, oh, oh, how can this be? You have become not a participant, but a spectator. And spectators don't receive the prize. It's only participants that receive the prize. I've been, it's been a long time I've been to the stadium, but I hope to be there. Maybe one day, definitely not this one, but I don't know when, but at least one day maybe I'll go there. But let me tell you something. You know, when they're playing a match, when they are playing a championship match, when they are playing a final match, after the final event, after the final, they say, okay, everybody that came, come and receive your prayer before we give you. They don't do that. I've never had. If you have, lift up your hands and come and share the experience with us. I've never had that. It's only participants. So whenever the word is coming, that is yours. I, I receive it. Oh, the income women, raise mine in Jesus' name. I receive it. So you are continuously interacting with the world. That's been released. Year of manifestation. It does not matter how things look in the natural. If you believe the world, because the world comes to change the natural and cause the natural to line up with the divine, it does not come to play around with the natural. It comes to lay hold on the natural and change it and transform it. That's why the prophetic world comes. So when the world comes, say, Yes, this is my world. In the name of Jesus Christ. Something is going to happen to me this year that's never happened before. I'm stepping into glory like never before. I'm going to hit some things like never before. This is my year of manifestation. It's my year of fullness. It's my year of breaking forth. It's my year of breaking through. It's my prayer of breaking through. Every limitation, every limitation. Jesus' name. I'm... I'm, I'm uh, you are, you, are, you are getting the message because I saw you interacting with the word. Words are not physical. Words are not material. Words are spirit. They carry contents. So what should characterize your year in 2022? Let's go to the book. The book of Philippians chapter number 4. Quickly, Philippians chapter number 4, from verse number 6. Philippians 4, verse number 6. What does it say? It says, be anxious for what? Nothing. Let me say this. The first thing that God has been saying to us is this. Don't be anxious. Hello. That when you expect some things to happen at a particular time, and they've not happened, don't switch your gear into anxiety. Because anxiety will break apart or break you apart. It will pull you in different directions. It's like a rocking chair. All motion but no movement. You know the rocking chair? You're doing like this, you're doing like this, but you're not traveling anywhere. You're still on the same spot. It's called worry. And it releases toxins into your body that breaks it apart. That is why when you're having issues consistently with what is called high blood pressure, check your worry level. Check your worry level. Hello? Hello? In fact, it attracts a lot of things into your body that should not be there. Worry. I said, don't be anxious. When you hear the news, I was, I was hearing some news 
listen, there was a news that was, I've forgotten the particular one now, and they mentioned something, I said, no, 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 no. So I said, that's not me, that's not me. Remove me from that Lord. I was interacting with it. We don't know how the economy will be because of this, because of that. I said, no, 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 that's not me, that's not me. Remove me from it, in Jesus' name. It's going to be hard. Tsunami is going to come and sweep everybody. Say, no, 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 no. That's not my house. Uh, that's not my, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody say, hey, what does that mean? Because the word you speak, angels will pick them. And when you're speaking his word, he will, they will pick them and start to walk with those words to ensure that those words become your experience. God spoke to me October 2010. October 2010, I've, I have it written down. He said, it is not the words that people speak about you that comes to pass in your life. Hello, somebody. Do you know what so-and-so said? They abuse me. They say this. They say this. It, it doesn't matter. Does it hang on you? If somebody should abuse you here and you go out there, are you listening to me? If something should happen, and you say, do you know what happened? That so-and-so said this about me you say what when did they say it? the person wasn't there you are the one that has become mouthpiece megaphone for what they've said he said it's not what people say about you i'm telling you you cannot make it if somebody should say that to you you will make it in jesus name but if somebody should may say that to you what do you say you say hey why do you say that? No, no, no. You don't need to say, I will make it in Jesus' name. In fact, the way this year is going, I don't know how many businesses will survive. They say, no, my business will survive in Jesus' name. Oh, we don't know. They said the tsunami will come and clear everybody. They said, no, no, it won't clear me in Jesus' name. If somebody has the right to speak to the atmosphere around where you are, you have the right to respond regarding the thing that you desire to see in your life. That is why somebody cannot be swearing and you keep quiet. If the person swears, both say first, you just say, oh, hallelujah, praise God. Say, what are you saying? What are they saying too? I went to see my doctor. He said, how are you? I said, praise God. Ah, in doctors, how are you? That was the first thing that came out of my mouth. And I said, doctor, uh, I'm good. I came for the checkup. But the first thing I said was, praise God. It wasn't deliberate. I didn't say that to impress him. That was the first thing that... That is why sometimes when people call me, you hear me say, praise God. It's not just... It, it becomes part. It comes out of me. And you know, the more I say it, the more the name of the Lord will be glorified in my life. The more I have cause to praise him. What is testimony is praising God in your life. He said, it's not what people say about you. Can I, can I say this to you? Don't, uh, you know what somebody said? You know what somebody did not say? Don't allow those things to bother you again. Don't allow those things to bother you again. Do you know what they've said? Do you know what they said about my children? Do you know what they said about... No, don't allow those things to bother you. If you feel you have the time, you can talk. Don't talk about this. Don't talk like this concerning me. Because... If you don't believe them, if you don't agree with them, you don't activate them. And how do you activate them? By repeating them. By repeating them. That's how you activate them. He says, it's not what people say about you that comes to pass in your life. Number two, then God shocked me. He said, it's not even what I say about you that comes to pass. That got my attention. What? I thought when God speaks that word, it will just settle it. Show me in the Bible where God says that and COVID-19 will come and Omicron will spread everywhere. Do you find it there? No. Is it happening? So it's not what God says about you that comes to pass in your life. That's what he said to me. That shocked me. That changed me. Because I realized that wait a minute, I had a responsibility in this matter. That is not just 
faith is not passive. Faith is active. It's to be actively engaged with the things that you desire and you believe in your life. Hello, somebody. Faith is not what? It's not passive. Faith is what? Is active. So to the extent that you are actively engaged is to the extent that you will experience it. He now said that it is when you what? You agree with the words that are spoken. And you start to declare them that they manifest in your life. That means if you don't agree with it, no matter how powerful they don't what? They don't manifest. It is when you agree with it. It may look impossible. But don't forget you are dealing with the God of impossibilities. It may look big. Have we not been singing here? Big, 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 large, 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 large. Hey, hey, hey. This one is very, very big. You are dealing with the big God. Hello, somebody. You are dealing with the big God. That is why I continue to declare this place will be paid off in three to five years. You tap into it in Jesus' name. You'll not be signing contract of house and then you are only for the next 20 years. What are you going to leave for your children? How are we going to do it? That's another problem with you. Why don't you leave the how to him? Your own place is not to find out how. Your own place is to find out what? It's just trust. It's just trust. It's just trust. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The God who got us this far. Will the God not complete it? Will God not do the remaining? Somebody said to me, how many churches can even dare to try and purchase a big facility like this? But that's not my brother. My own brother is that we serve a big God. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Serve a big God. Start to take the word that you are hearing. And then believe it. And start to declare it. Start to declare it because the prophetic word is like Google Map in the natural. It will take you to your destination. The prophetic word is like what? Google Map. How did you get to this place? Innocent. What? I, don't, I can't hear you. How did you get here? Guguma! And when you got here, what did Gugu say? Arrived at destination. And then what happened? You now what? You talk, you walked in, and here you are. Did you find your place in a different place that you are going? That's the prophetic word. That's what it does. When you believe it, it says, go, talk. Go straight. Don't do that. Hello? Until you finally arrive at destination. That's what the prophetic word is. So don't be anxious. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't be anxious. Say, let me turn to another neighbor and say, do not worry. Now turn to the person behind you and say, my dear, my dear one, I'm saying to you, don't let that report bother you. Don't let that news from ABC trouble you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for what? Be anxious for some things. Ah, except the thing comes from Africa. Eh? Is that what it says? It says, be anxious for what? Nothing. It now says what? By what? By but. But means what? Changes the entire thing. The first one, don't do it. The second one, do it. Are you listening now? But is a conjunction. It's a bridge. It now says, this first one, don't what? Don't do it. But this second one, what? Do it. But with prayers. That is, that is, that's what we are looking at this morning. But with what? Prayers. And what again? Supplication. 
He said, I thought prayer, supplication is prayer. It's like saying Olympic games and wrestling. Hello? It's like saying <laughs> the games festival and football. Supplication is talking about specificity. And prayer is talking about the entire thing that we do. He said, but by prayer and supplication. But by in everything. In what? In everything. Instead of worrying in everything. When things are happening contrary in everything. When a negative news comes in everything. When these things seem to be going slowly in everything. Hello. When you seem to be faced with a thick cloud hindering you from seeing in everything. When you are going through a storm in everything. When you are going through fire in everything. In everything, in everything, by prayers and supplication. What is supplication? Because this is, this is the key point of our message this morning. What is supplication? Let me say this. Let me say this. I want to make an assertion by the Spirit of God. Or to put it this way, I want to make you a promise. I want to make you a promise that if you embrace this, if you run with this, this has the capacity to to re-energize, renew, and totally transform your prayer life and your life. Understanding what supplication is has the capacity to totally re-energize, totally transform your life, renew everything. So that is why it's so important that you listen patiently, listen to what I'm saying. What is transformation? So what is supplication? What is supplication? Will you agree with me that the prayer life of many people in the church or the prayer life of the church needs what to be re-energized and what to be renewed and for many things to be transformed? A lot of times, many of the things you are trusting God to do in our city, maybe in your life, in, in your family, that you have prayed about them. A lot of times those things are hanging over your lives. Heaven has released them. But you now have the responsibility to cause them to manifest in your life. Many years ago, many, many years ago, this must have been around 1993, 1992, there was this evangelist that came to see me in my office. We became good friends. And he was telling me about a crusade they had in a city in the northern part of Nigeria. In that particular crusade, they went, they were trusting God. God made them a promise that he's going to heal. He will do fantastic things. He will do this, he will do that. And they went for that crusade. And he prayed, he shouted, he declared, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. And he said, it was like, ah, Lord, but you promised us. Lord, you promised us. And then he said, their eyes where they were praying, their eyes were just open. God took them back to the crucifix. God took them back to the venue. And they saw a mighty principality and power. That they, they were seeing eyes. They were seeing hands. They were seeing they were just collecting them like this. Putting them in the pocket. Collecting them like this. Putting them in the pocket. Collecting them like this. Putting them in the pocket. And God said, that was the problem. Why those things did not manifest? Is there? Again, after that, I had this from Rehan Bonke's intercessor. Rehan Bonke's intercessor. Not even this evangelist now. Rehan, he was sharing how they went for a particular crusade. And in spite of the promises that God has given to them, 
they did not experience it. And they went back again to God. The Lord, what happened? Where? Why did this happen? You promised us this. You promised us that. And God said, after giving you the promise, what did you do? Because when they had the prophecy, well, you know, they were praying. God said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. They said, oh, hallelujah. Praise God. And everybody went back and crossed legs. The prophetic word is a guided missile. Paul said to Timothy, wage a good warfare by the prophecies that have gone ahead of you. Prophecies are not end in themselves. They are just channel to take you to an end. Hello. Which means if you do nothing with them, you experience nothing. If you go to bed, you wake up in the morning without any change. But they are to help you so that you take them and you start to pray with them and start to declare them so that you are not walking in darkness. The most effective form of intercession is called prophetic intercession. That is when you take the prophetic word, you know what God has said about it and you are now using it to wage warfare. What is supplication? Supplication is heartfelt honest and fervent requests heartfelt heartfelt honest and fervent requests what did i say heartfelt uh, yes and what honest and what fervent requests it is no casual making a casual request in prayers it is not just oh let us pray and then, oh, yes. Oh, oh, Lord. Oh, God, you know that you can do this. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. No. 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 There's no time. That I've gone to God with a heart cry in my heart regarding a matter that God has not answered me. There's no time. There's no time. So how do you do in your own prayer time? Hello? You even timed it. I'm going to spend just what? Two to five minutes here. But how about if you have to go to work or go to something, why don't you give room and give time for that? Why is it that is your prayer time that will suffer because of the thing that you want to go and do? And I'm not saying spending hours with him. I'm just saying spending quality time with him. Spending quality time with him. Supplication. By prayers and supplication. Supplication. Heartfelt. 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 Fervent. Fervent. Honest. Prayer time. When you are talking to him from your heart, God does not deal with the head. God deals with the heart. Hello. So even if you are saying some things with your mouth and it's not from your heart, he knows. You can hide it from pastor. You can hide it from other people. But I'm telling you, you can't hide it from me. He knows when you are serious with your request. He knows when you truly believe in what you are saying. He knows when that thing touches you and concerns you. He knows when you're feeling it. He knows when it's touching you. He knows when this thing is pain to you and you truly desire a change. He knows. That's why he says, heartfelt supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request, let your request be made known to God. Let your request be made known to God. Let me take you to an example in the scriptures where this prayer was actually prayed. An example in the scriptures. 
Maybe I'll share with us too. I'll share with us an example in the old and an example in the new. Let's go to the book of First Samuel. First Samuel, chapter number one. Are you in First Samuel chapter one? The story of Hannah. From verse 9. Once after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to where? And went to pray. Eli the priest was sitting at his customary place. You can read the entire chapter. Beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was, so Hannah arose. Thank God is even here. Hannah arose. New King James. And then what? Verse 9. Then, uh, maybe we should read from verse 8. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to Hannah, Why do you weep? Why do you not eat? Why is your heart? Why is what? Your heart grieved. Am I, am I not better to you than ten sons? Why is this? Because Hannah was trusting God for what? A child. And not only that, if he was just trusting God for a child, it would have been a bit easier. Anna had somebody else in the same home with her. Called what? Penina. And Penina had been given back to world. Many children. And sometimes he will use a situation to just say, use it to what? Look at my own sons. Where are your own? So using those things to taunt her. And then Anna now went to go. Anna rose after he had finished eating. And drinking in Shiloh. Shiloh was the place of worship. And Eli the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. This is supplication. Bitterness of soul. Pray to the Lord. Well before God. Then she made a vow, O Lord of hosts, if you indeed look on the earth, of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant but will give your maidservant a male child then I will give him to the Lord. He, he was even asked she didn't say give me any child. He said I want a male child. Praise God. If you trust in God for your husband don't say Lord I'm already getting a bit old. Just give me any man. Don't do that. Don't do that. I want my own. I want the one that will care for me. The one that will take care of me. The one that will love me. The one that I will be his queen. I will be my king. The one that is mine. Hello somebody. Give me a male child. Be specific. Let him know. Give me a male child. He went before, she went before God in anguish of heart. And she made a vow before God. You know, when we're under pressure, we see a lot of things. But again, what happened? God just did this. Is she serious? Yes. I can see that. She's serious. But she said, oh, yes, I know I'm going, to, I'm going to just say this. And I made a vow. I'm going to go before God. I'm going to make, Lord, you know, if you prosper me, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. <laughs> and he just checked you out. He said, no. He's just saying that. Is not serious. Made a vow. If you indeed look on the mirror, that is why you forget your vows because you did not what. If you truly meant it, the moment God does that thing, that will be the first thing that you will do. And you know it will position you for more. Remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant what? A male child. Then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. How many God was giving Anna? How many? What? That is why sometimes when people have delay in having children, I tell them, I said, be expecting a child of destiny. Because God is putting together this particular child for you. By the time the child lands, you will know that this one will be equal to seven children.
And it happened as he continued praying the Lord, before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in his heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, how long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, no, my Lord, I'm a woman of sorrowful spirit. I've drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but poured out my word, my heart before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my word, complaint and grief have spoken until now. Then Eli answered and said, go in peace. The God of Israel grant your word. Petition. That is where another word for the prayer of supplication is the prayer of petition. It's a prayer of petition. The Lord grants your petition. Now look at what happened quickly. Then they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife. And the Lord remembered what? Her. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore what? And called his name what? Because I have asked for him from the... Did God answer her? Let me take you to the one in the New Testament and I will close. James chapter 5. Learn to go before God with a heartfelt, earnest, fervent desire. That's what supplication is. It's not just mounting something. It's not just talking something. It's not just going before God and then you have set the time. It's not God saying, well, let me just share this with you because I, I have an appointment I need to quickly go. That is not what supplication is. Verse number 16. For James, he said, confess your word to trespass to one another. But I thought the Bible said we should confess our sins to God. Why does it say you should confess our trespass to one another? Because God wants us to hold each other accountable. Hello? God wants, to hold, wants us to do what? Hold each other what? Accountable. Confess. Somebody said, no, no, no. Well, if I say this, they will look down on me. No, it's still number one. People looking down, you do not understand scriptures. Number two, you yourself don't understand it either. Because it's not about anybody looking down, it's God lifting you up. Confess your trespasses to one another. And trespass is different from sin. What is the difference? There's iniquity, there's trespass, there's sin. What is different? What will sin do to you? What will sin do to you? It will cost you to war for sure. So sin, that is why it's not a matter of somebody finding out. It's, a, it's you realizing that when you put your hands into that thing, it will cost you to what? Fall short. Fall short in a lot of areas of your life. Fall short in your finances. Fall short in this. Fall short because you open the door for the devourer to come. You've opened the door for the destroyer to come. What is trespass? Hello. What is trespass? I've come to those of us on this side. What is trespass? What is iniquity? Anyone? Eh? What? Trespass. I've just said that the two, three of them are not exactly the same thing. They resolve, they cause devastation, but they're not the same thing. Have you, have you seen in a place when a property has just been, somebody has acquired a property, and they put there, do not what? What does that mean? Do not what? Do not go in there illegally. Do not overstep your boundary. Do not go there. Trespass means to overstep. 
to go beyond what you are not supposed to do. You go beyond it. Imagine you get into work tomorrow. You say, I don't like this, my office again. It's the office of the boss. I want to go and sit and work today. And when the man gets there, what will he say to you? You say, ah, Mr. So-and-so, you are sitting here today. I'm sorry. I'll leave it for you. Is that what the boss will say? What do you think he will say? <laughs> Mr. Trespasser, you need to... Do you leave? If you now say, I refuse to leave, because this is the obvious I lie. Eh? Don't let's go there. What is iniquity? Iniquity is what? Is double-mindedness. Is you are double-minded. Will God do it today? God will do it. In an atmosphere like this of faith, I believe God will do it. By the time you step out and you listen to this, you listen to that, you say, I'm not sure again. It's double-mindedness. The Bible says, a double-minded man will not receive anything from the Lord. That means that when you believe, you hold on to it. Confess your trespass to one and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual or the effective fervent prayers of a righteous man avails what? That is supplication. It's fervent. It's effectual prayer. And the Bible says it avails much. Verse number 17. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Elijah was not God. Elijah didn't have how many heads? He didn't have two heads. Elijah was like you and I. But Elijah prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And Elijah prayed again. And the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its fruit. Let me say this. It's only the church that can stop the spread of COVID-19 and Omicron. It's only the church. It's when the church will rise up and start to pray. And say no to this. And say no to this. And take a stand against it. And push it back. That the thing will lose its life and power. I will, I will say it. Say it again. I'm not saying don't take vaccine. I'm not saying that. That is what they are recommending. That is the solution they have. Have you noticed that the thing has not worked? Worked more. Because if the thing has been very, very effective, we should not be recording before COVID, before, uh, what do you call it now? Vaccine. Did we have 92,000 in New South Wales? Hello, somebody. Did you have 92,000 in New South Wales? But after taking what? First shot. And taking what? Booster. And they said, you need another booster now. And still, they say 92. See, they say 28,000. You know one thing I'm so glad of? That we are not going to be sent into quick, sharp. Quick, sharp lockdown. We've said it before now that this is not the solution. But thank God that they've embraced it. That is not. How many quick, lock, sharp? Elijah prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruits in Jesus' name. Keep on declaring it. Don't agree. Don't, tell, don't join them in saying that this COVID-19 is just moving everywhere. It's just affecting everybody. Don't join them in saying it. Keep on declaring what the word of God has said to us. Keep on declaring what the word of God has promised us. Keep on declaring what God has said to us. You keep on saying it. You keep on saying it. You keep on saying it. And leave God to confirm his word in your life. You keep on saying it. You go to Psalm 91. And I'm not saying something that you say occasionally. I'm not talking about something you say half-heartedly. I'm talking about something that you believe. Heartfelt, honest, 
fervent declaration that I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And therefore I will say of the Lord, is my word, is my refuge, is my fortress. And surely it will do what? What he will say, he will declare, he will confirm to you. Surely he will deliver me from the son of the Father. It doesn't matter how they say the spirit is spreading. My Lord will deliver me. My Lord will deliver me. My Lord will rescue me. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter. Don't join them. He said, well. And say, well. And say, well. No, you stand. Keep on standing on what God has promised us. The name of Jesus. You know when you do that? First thing that you do is this. You shield yourself. You shield your place. You shield your home. From the invasion of that thing. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Keep on saying it. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter. You keep on declaring it. Because you are, you are stuffing that thing. Stuffing life out of it. You are not allowing it to fester. Keep on declaring it. Keep on saying it. Don't change your word because of any experience. And say, oh, so and so so. No! Say it again! Say it again! Say it again! Some people need to hear this! And you see, the thing will lose life when it comes to you. When it comes to your family. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Stand upon your feet. Elijah was a man of like passion. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just want to thank you for your people. I thank you for your word. Thank you so much because your word is sure. Your word is forever settled in heaven. Once again, I declare over us as a church, I declare over your people, whether they're here or not, whether they're going through an experience or not, whatever it is, we refuse to accept that as a norm for them of the norm for us in the name of our lord jesus christ and lord we declare once again in the name of jesus christ that surely therefore i want you to pray uh with me and we'll break bread over this this morning open your bible let's open to psalm 91 in the name of jesus christ we declare it over our lives this morning in jesus name the name, Psalm 91 once again. Praise God. Hallelujah. And keep on declaring this over your life. That I will dwell. I can say you. Unless fervent. I will dwell. In the secret place. Of the most high. Father. Again this morning. I step into. And I'm dwelling in. In the secret place of the Most High. Therefore, I will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I am saying of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In Him I will trust. Surely, surely, He will deliver me. From the snare of the fowler, from perilous pestilence, he will cover me with his feathers. Under his wings, I take refuge. Lord, your word, your truth is my shield and my buckler. Therefore, I will not be afraid of the terror of the night. The arrow that flies by day. Or COVID-19 that is walking about. In the name of Jesus. Or any destruction. That lays waste at noon day. A thousand will fall by my side. Ten thousand by my right side. He shall not come near me. With my eyes. I will look and I will see the reward of the wicked because I have made the Lord my God and the most high my habitation. Therefore, no evil shall befall me. 
No evil shall befall me. No sickness or disease will come near me. No COVID-19 will come near me. Lord, you are giving your angels charge over me. They will keep me in all my ways. In their hand, they will bear me up. Therefore, I will not dash my foot against the stone. I will trample under my feet the lion and the serpents because I've set my love upon him. Therefore, it will deliver me. It will set me on high because I've known his name. I will call upon him and he will answer me. He will be with me in times of trouble, in times of pandemic, in times of crisis. He will deliver and honor me with long life. With long life, he will satisfy me and show me his salvation. I will not die before my time. I will not die, but I will live to declare the works of God. To declare the works of God. So shall it be concerning your life. So shall it be concerning everyone who is part of this family of the city of refuge. In Jesus' name, and everybody said.